This is Samia Bano with Make Change Fun and Easy, podcast to help you create massive positive change in your life and the world. Hello, Salaam, Shalom, Namaste, Sasirkal, Aloha, Hola, Ciao, Bonjour, and Buna. It's so excellent to be with you again today. And I'm really, really happy that we have Laura DeSands with us today as our very special guest. Laura is a lifestyle physician, she's a life and weight loss coach. And I'm so excited to learn from you today, Laura, about um, not just about weight loss, uh, because I know you have a really wonderful, unique perspective on this issue. We're going to be talking about so much more, and I'm so excited to learn from you. Um, and yeah, just welcome. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me here. You're so welcome. So- yeah, and please tell us more. Tell us more about who you are and what you do, how you got into this work. Mm-hmm. So my name is Laura de Sanz and I am a family physician. And I have been working, I am passionate about nutrition and all which is related with healthy lifestyle. And um, I have been working in a medical practice for about 15 years. And I have seen a lot of patients uh, who were struggling with their weight. Most of them have tried different kinds of diets, powders, pills, shakes, everything. And I can tell you, almost all of them reached to lose their weight, but the problem was always the same. They were gaining all the weight back. And it was amazing for me to discover that only a 4% of the people who tries to lose weight reach to lose their weight in a permanent uh, way, so a lasting way. So that brought me to this idea, oh my God, there's a huge um, missing piece in the weight loss industry. And I found out that for me, it's the approach that the weight loss industry uses to um, treat uh, the overweight or obesity. And it's that they are treating this as a symptom. Mm. So they say, okay, you are overweight because you are overeating. So all that you have to do, it's just to eat less. You just have to uh, start uh, calorie counting and and so on. But the, the problem is that Yes, it's true. If we are overweight, it's because we are overeating. So either we are eating too much or we are eating enough to maintain our current uh, weight. But um, the question is, why are we overeating? So we are overeating. We can overeat for several reasons, but the the most, the the ones that I see the most um, would be because we are over hunger and this is a hormonal imbalance and it's normally coming from our eaten, eating patterns so how we nourish our bodies and how when it's more about what we eat and when we eat mm. okay 
that make us um, that produces us uh, changes in our hormonal hormones that make us uh, feel more hunger than we feel than we should at least and we can also feel um, have more difficulties to feel full so it's like we are not sensing this fullness sensation okay then we have maybe we are overeating because we have over desire for food mm. so this is again coming from our eating patterns so what we eat can determine how much desire uh, we have for food mm. okay so it's like our brain give us give more importance to food than it really does and it's it creates this urgency for eating and it's it has to happen now <laughs> otherwise something terrible can happen you know and then the third one it's emotional eating so it's when we are using food to neutralize our emotions those emotions that we don't want to feel comfortable and pleasant emotions like uh, stress angry anxiety and so on but it can be also positive emotions it can be when we are celebrating something with people we tend to use uh, food uh, to reinforce this mm -hmm. and food actually works as it helps us to uh, increase our positive emotion and it helps us to decrease, to reduce our uh, negative emotion. So, and I think that the main problem is that, that we are not working from the root cause of the problem. Yeah. I, I always think about this example of somebody who has broken his arm. So, it's like weight loss industry, it's treating the symptoms. So it's like treating a broken arm with a painkiller rather than putting a cast or surgery, you know? So really what we, I think that the, the change that has to happen in this industry, it's start working from the root cause of the problem and say, okay, broken arm, of course it, it is painful, but let's treat the cause of the problem. Yes, that is... I think that this is very, very important. Yeah. If you want to succeed, if you want to have a, a permanent uh, effect. And also another thing that I have found, it's, it's when we are talking about losing weight, it's just like, hey, eat less and that's all. You've got this. <laughs> but our bodies are much more complex than that. And our minds too. And it has to be a multidimensional approach. We have to work on our mindset, the way we talk to ourselves, the way we think, okay, as well. We have to manage, learn how to manage our emotions, because even if you have lost 100 pounds, if you are still dealing with your stress using food, yeah, it's just a matter of time, you're going to gain it back. Yeah. So this is really very important. And then, of course, implementing a healthy lifestyle as well, which means not only eating healthy, but first of all, eating in a way that reduces your hunger and your desire for food, and then start to eat healthy in a sustainable way. Okay. And then not only about um, eating, because you can also be overweight or obese because you have a sleep less problem 
or because you don't manage your stress and stress itself without eating itself can also make you gain weight and of course exercise it's also very important Right. right yeah thank you for highlighting the complexity of the issue and how important it is for us to sort of understand the deeper root causes of why mm-hmm. we're overeating. I, 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 I so agree with you that if you don't address these root causes, you really cannot hope to have a sustainable solution. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, and Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Mary. No, it's just that I think also that it's not only about shedding pounds. It's much more than this. It really has to happen a change of identity. Ah. You cannot be the same person weighing 100 pounds less. The way you think, if you maintain, if you want to maintain this, you are going to think differently. You are not going to think. What I have seen is that the main difference between thinner person and a person who has an overweight is that the person who has an overweight uh, is all the time or much more uh, uses much more time and energy thinking about food what I am going to eat what can I eat what have I eaten Um, what what can I eat next why do I eat so much Um, which is the next diet that I can uh, start when I am going to get rid of all this uh, pounds. So there's all this internal dialogue that normally thin people doesn't think about. So it's like smokers who thinks usually, especially when they are stressed, they tend to think about all the time um, when it's the next cigarette. (laughs) And the person who who doesn't smoke so really when you become a thinner person but a natural thinner person you are no longer thinking all the time about your weight about food and so on so for me this is a main difference and it's a sign as well that you have changed and you have become this new person so really focus when you are trying to lose weight into this person that you want to become and have to become in order to maintain that weight loss this is really critical yeah yeah it makes me think about how um one of the uh, very important teachings about how you create change and how you create sustainable change is that you know you sort of have to understand um so if you want to lose, in, in this case, we're talking about uh, losing weight, but even in, like, I learned about this idea first in a different context of, of uh, healing my relationship with money. It's like, you know, if you want to mm-hmm. become a rich person, if you want to live in a, with a sense of abundance um, in your life uh, and have wealth, then wealthy people have a very different mindset and they have very different behaviors than people who don't feel in abundance, who are always struggling with their finances and so forth. And my teacher 
said, you know, if you want to change your reality, if you want to live a more abundant reality, you have to change your mindset and you have to begin to think like the person who lives in abundance thinks and you have to begin to act like that person who lives in abundance acts um and only then can that reality become true for you so you're saying that is also true in this context so it makes exactly i think that it works for any area it's it's still the same it's about the lasting change yeah and this is true that uh also when we want to make a lasting change so changing it's easy okay we can say hey yes i want to do this and start to do some things for a while Mm. but it has to be more profound than this yeah and normally what i have found is that there's a lot of um belief system that's underneath that it's blocking us to go forward so for example in the in this area in particularly uh or which is overweight there's a lot of fear there's a lot of shame behind uh, this overweight so we have to go there to find what's exactly their belief system uncover that belief system and question it because most of the things that we have acquired because it is really something learned and acquired comes from our childhood and are the things that we have learned from our parents our environment and that we think that those things are coming from us but we have just learned this so it's about hey is this true is this true or not is this serving me okay if it's not serving me let it go let it go and then it's about practicing new thoughts new beliefs that you want to believe and there's uh it comes that uh, what we have been talking about so start to think about that person that you want to become how is she dressing how is she talking uh how does she think uh, when she's uh, uh, uh inside an environment where there's a lot of food for example how is she behaving mm. and start to emulate her this is really really important i would say that it's more about this belief work yeah once you have belief and you have imprinted yourself with herself when you have embodied herself all the changes come easily it's like flowing yeah and it becomes a lasting change so it's easier than to say no of course i can have this cookie but i choose not to have it now because i want to lose weight it's much more easy say this when you have embodied that future version of yourself then trying just to say hey i just want to get rid of all these kilos and then i will be happy and then i will be that person no you are not going to become that person just for shedding after shedding those kilos or those pounds yeah you are not going to be happier when you get there you can already be happy now and in fact you have to be happy now you have to love your body now 
in order to get there. So we have to um, make reverse engineering. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I just absolutely love this point that you made because as a happiness expert, this is one of the most critically important lessons that I try to share with all of my people that, you know, happiness is not a destination. <laughs> It's, exactly. uh, you know, it, it's not like somewhere that you have to get to or that you can only get to at a certain point in time. You know, true happiness, it, it comes from inside of us and you have access to it right now, every moment, exactly. you know. So it's really to access that happiness. It's really about how you're thinking and how you're acting in that moment and to think and act in ways that are supporting your ability to be happy mm -hmm. right now. And loving yourself is such a huge part of that. Yes. And, and this is really what I have seen as well, that there's a lot of people trying, just trying to get rid of all these kilograms or pounds to love themselves, you know? And I know that it's very shocking for them when I explain them, but you know that you can already love you right now. And it's like, no, this is not possible, <laughs> you know? So it's a, it's about working and especially uncovering this belief system. So we really have to go deep and go to the places where they've never been, in fact. Yeah just to uncover this and normally what happened it's like oh my god it's just a sentence <laughs> but it's no blocking me and and then when you question that you say okay this is not serving me so mm. and it's about also building this ladder i call it's like a ladder so you cannot go from i love my body to uh, sorry I hate my body too. I love my body. So we have to work. We have to find different beliefs to yeah. believe. So we have to become a little bit more neutral and then start practicing different beliefs until getting to um, the love. I love my body. So it's not only coming like this. It's not, it's, it's a process that we have to go through. Mm, that's also a very excellent point because if you try to jump straight to like if currently you don't love your body and then you try to jump straight into thinking I love my body I love my body it doesn't feel true it doesn't feel real you're like oh no I'm just lying to myself and if you think or believe that you're just lying to yourself then that's not going to be helpful that's going to make you feel yeah. worse because exactly no yeah you're lying to yourself yeah that's it's not about um repeating sentences like like a mantra mm. i think that it's much more about finding something that you can truly believe for example from i hate my body it's okay when i look at the mirror i see a body i have a body mm. this is totally true everybody can say that i have a body Yes. And so this is easy to believe. Mm. And then, well, I have a body that helps me to experience this world where I am living in. So we are gently coming to a more positive thought. Yeah. And it's, it's about uh, this process of changing beliefs until you get there. 
and it's it's funny because it's not that difficult one once you start there if you are practicing every single day and when i say practice it's not not about repeating those sentences like a mantra it's really feeling them yeah. so i know that i i have a body there's not a lot to feel but when we start to feel to to build more positive beliefs then you start you have to feel them mm. so when you say for example okay now let's focus on something that i love from my body love yeah. my toes what do you feel when you see your beautiful toes and feel that you know until you get there and it's the same when we imagine we visualize our next version with less weight it's exactly the same how is she feeling when she has get there okay yeah. she feels proud or she feels more confident so start to feel this now because you can create those feelings now for you mm. that is just by imagining this yes what an excellent excellent point that you've just highlighted oh my gosh because here's another thing that i'm like constantly trying to drill into my people is that you know our emotions are directly causally responsible for how we act if the way we want to act and the way we are feeling is not in alignment we are setting ourselves up for a very tough battle and we're mostly going to lose it like you can your your you can just by the power of your will um you know go for a short time and do what your mind um consciously wants to do but in the long term our feelings win our feelings are such powerful forces that uh in the long term we cannot we cannot continue to suppress or deny or act in ways that's not in harmony with our feelings so i love that you brought this uh, awareness to us right now thank you yeah, and this is also an excellent point would you just uh, talk about this congruence this coherence between what we feel and what we do yeah because a lot this is something that i have seen as well a lot of my clients start to just do the things that i have to do they know exactly what they have to do because they have tried so many diets they know exactly what to do but they are not doing in a sustainable way they just want to lose all those kilos or those pounds as as faster as possible and when we are approaching this journey but i think that you can apply to any journey that you are working on okay any lasting change when you are doing it from a place of resistance from this place of obligation in order to get i want to get there in order for me to feel happy yeah you are this is not going to help you to this is not sustainable yeah yeah so it's about and also what you talk about these emotions the importance of emotions everything that we do we do it because we feel in a certain way yeah or because we want to feel in a certain way so yeah. for example 
um, people who wants to lose weight, in fact, they are not expecting, it's not about the number on the scale. Mm. It's because they want to feel more confident. They mm. want to feel better with themselves. You know, so it's always about a feeling. When we yeah. buy uh, or make a reservation, I don't know, the Maldives, it's not about the wood, the piece of wood over the water. We are really making a reservation because we want to feel, I don't know, yes. calm, relaxed, luxury, you know, so there's a feeling behind always everything we do. And it's amazing. I am still amazed. I don't understand why they don't teach us this in, at school. It's so important, so important, or which is about emotional work and how to deal with our emotions. Yeah, too, because somebody who just neglects and say, no, no, I don't want to feel negative emotions. And then they are using food, some of them, alcohol, consumption over consumption finally shopping uh, over shopping over drinking over eating they are not dealing with their emotions and finally it's just an emotion <laughs> it's just a vibration in our body you know yeah. Yeah. that's the worst thing that can happen really it's it's like okay what about if i open myself to feel sad what i are you going to feel it's it's very uncomfortable. It's very unpleasant. You, you feel something here in the chest that constrains, that goes up. It, it, it's painful here. But after two minutes, you feel better if you open yourself up to feel this. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's another really awesome point is that if you, like, truly allow your feelings to just be then mm -hmm. they, they will naturally resolve themselves the negative emotions will just naturally go away because the way that i like to think about it is that our negative emotions are sort of like an alarm bell, and when you mm -hmm. just honor them by just allowing them to come up and allow yourself to feel what they're meant to make you feel then that alarm bell you know that brain is like oh you have heard my alarm you're understanding what i'm trying to tell you okay so now i can exactly. stop ringing the alarm exactly yeah it's exactly like this so it's it's as human beings in this world we are about to experience half of the time positive emotions and half of the time negative emotions. But the, the problem is that we have so many inputs in our society, mm. all which is advertisement. So you just have to walk at the t uh, watch the TV yeah. and they are just going to tell you how to be more happy. You just have to eat something, buy something or drink something. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's like you have to be happy. It's, it's that accessible all those pleasures around us nowadays that we are lost in this trap yeah. yeah and we think that it's 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 not right to feel bad when we feel bad but it's it's something that it's totally normal so we have to normalize what is normal yeah, yeah. and it's about feeling this 
Yeah. And it also makes me think about like, you know, when people are chasing happiness in this way, it's sort of like, again, just treating the surface symptoms. It's like the example you gave of if you have a broken bone and you just try to heal that with painkillers, you're just treating a Mm -hmm. symptom. And so when you're like chasing happiness or thinking um, that you know you'll be happy when you've lost more weight or when you have more money or this and that uh, you are just sort of going after a symptom of what's making you unhappy right now so um, uh, yeah so it, it seems like we just keep coming back to this idea that you have to go to the root cause and treat <laughs> heal the root cause of why you're struggling right now whether it's with your weight or anything else exactly exactly Mm. so um you know because we are running a little short on time um what can you tell me like about uh if you if you like uh about any particular a program that you have that you use to really help people um, or if there is any particular tool that you would like to share with our listeners right now um, or any tips or strategies that they can use um, uh, so that you know um, yeah they can begin the process of helping themselves to lose weight or yeah to lose weight but also just to live better uh and you know begin to sort of dig deeper mm-hmm. in into doing this work of of um of just leading a better life because you're you you're not just a weight loss coach you're a life Mm-hmm. Uh, and weight loss coach exactly. and you're a lifestyle physician so anything that you would like to share with our listeners right now about how they can begin to do something to help themselves mm-hmm. I would say at least the most uh, what I for me was the most transformative um, change that I have seen when I have done my uh, certification something that I had done not for becoming a coach, it's, it was just a gift for myself as a personal development. But for me, it was such a, a, a transformative change that I told myself, oh my God, this is something that everybody should know about. So for me, it's just to realize, it's very simple, but that our thoughts create our reality. So what we are thinking is going to make us feel in a certain way, always. All our thoughts are going to make us feel in a certain way. And when we feel in a certain way, this is going to drive us to take some actions or inactions, and these are going to have a result. So for me, this has really been a game changer to see that all my power, it's its me, it's my power, you know? So the power over my life, what I create this is about all the things that I am thinking 
yeah. my thoughts create my my feelings and that drive me to to take the actions and i am going to get a result from this so it's about stop blaming what's happening in the world other people so all those things are just the circumstances mm. things that we cannot control we have no control over covid we have no control about what my husband thinks or says or does i have no control over that so stop trying to control mm. other things and trying to think to to tell to yourself no i will be better when he uh does this yeah. you know or i will be better when uh, covid is over no what are you making those things mean what yeah. are your perception about that reality what is happening in the world and then see how this is affecting in your life and when you discover this it's amazing and it's about this journey of taking ownership and responsibility of my own thoughts my own feelings my actions and my results yeah it's not about that oh she has made me um sad or he told me something terrible and i am feeling so bad no sorry he say words and my perception is this i can always choose to think different yeah so we can choose our thoughts and we are not aware of that we are choosing thoughts but unconsciously and we are not aware of how much damage this is causing in our lives and we are thinking that it's about others and what's happening in the world but yeah. we have all control over that and for me this has been life changing yes me too actually you're so right ah oh. Thank you for sharing that, Laura. Thank you so much for all the time that you've given us today and all the wisdom that you have shared with us today. I really, really appreciate it. And I'm sure our listeners will really benefit from everything that you've shared with them right now. And, you know, to our listeners, we are going to be posting Laura's uh, links in the show notes. So make sure to go ahead right now click on that link and connect with Laura right now uh, and yeah I think uh, that's I'm feeling very complete now uh, any other last words from you Laura thank you so much for this opportunity it has been a, a pleasure uh, for me to be here with you and all your listeners so thank you so much for your time as well Thank you.